Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. We have a question for you, and that question is simply this. Who's your favorite Batman? 651-641-1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is asking. Brian, I hope hopefully you've got an answer as well, but Brian is waiting to hear uh, what you have to say. 651-641-1071. And before we go to phone lines, because we do have someone on the line, Hollis, why are we asking? Because the Batman is going to be in Batman. theaters. Na 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 Batman. So the new Batman movie, getting great reviews, by the way, is going to be in theaters this weekend. And I was thinking this morning, Bradley, there have been a lot of folks who have played the Cape Crusader who is the best? Who is the definitive Batman? Who is your favorite? 651-641-1071. All right. So let's go right to the phones, and Matt's got an answer for us. Hey, Matt, who was your favorite Batman? Um, I've been lucky enough outside of Adam West to grow up with a bunch of these Batmans now. So seeing Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and all these guys play them, I still got to say... Christian Bale is my favorite. The, really? I will admit, though, his Batman voice did get annoying halfway through that second movie. Yes. But otherwise, I enjoyed him immensely. No, I uh, I totally understand. I don't agree with you. That's fine. We'll talk about it later. But, Matt, <laughs> you are certainly entitled to that opinion, and you're not alone. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, um, Matt. So, uh, Christian Bale, definitely signature Batman experience. Holly, what do you feel about? how do you feel about Christian Bale? Yes, Christian Bale played Batman in the Dark Knight trilogy from the mid to late 2000s. Fairly iconic in his own way. Not my favorite Batman. I suppose there is a difference between best Batman and favorite Batman. I understand why you would like swole Batman. Christian Bale kind of remade the character into uh, someone who was very serious and menacing and talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. He did he did an all right job. He gave it the old college try. He gave it the old college try. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Who's your favorite Batman? Holly, do you have a favorite Batman? I mean, I hope you had an answer for the question. Yes, I do have an answer for the question. And actually, Bradley, I'm going to go pretty obscure with my favorite Batman because there are lots of guys who have played Batman. And I have to say, the definitive Batman adaptation for me is from Batman the Animated Series. And so actor Kevin Conroy, he is, that is Batman. Coming in a close second is Michael Keaton, though. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, will tell you who mine is in just a moment. But first, we've got Charles on the line. Let's go to Charles. Okay, Charles, who is your favorite Batman? Bradley Trainer is not Michael Keaton. No, come on. (laughs) (laughs) 
Why Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton, by far. Granted, I grew up with all of them. I didn't like Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I do like Michael Keaton as my Batman. All right, so for you, totally Michael Keaton. Um, is that, like, is there a particular thing about his Batman that, for you, sets him apart? Well, when I was working at Taco Bell and it came out, hi, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the introduction alone. I'm Batman. Perfect, Charles. Thank you so much for that. Thanks, Charles. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with Charles. Mm-hmm. Charles was my Batman. Oh, Charles was Char- your Batman. Charles was not my Batman. Sorry. <laughs> wow, surprise for him. Charles, hey, Charles, you're my Batman. No, um, my Batman was Michael Keaton. Uh, that's who I see Batman as, and that's that was just like my era when that movie came out. It was life changing at that age. That was like. I mean, it was just a representation of Batman we had never seen before, you know, like Batman as a sort of, you know, like not as dark as Christian Bale's Batman, certainly, however many years later. But definitely there was just an air of, you know, not Adam West in that Batman, which was something unusual at that point. Right, because Adam West in TV's Batman. And also there was a Batman movie starring Adam West and all the folks from the TV show. That was campy. He was a little, you know, softer in his demeanor and his physical presence than uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. Although, you know, Michael Keaton had help from his uh, little rubber suit situation going on. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. It's Hollywood, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally with it. Brian, did you, um, do you have a favorite Batman? Well, I just grew up on the Dark Knight series, so I got to go Christian Bale. Because I think when the first one came out, I was, uh, I think, I don't know what year it came out. 2005. 2005. I was in second grade. So, oh my God. yeah. So, I mean, I you just kind of. Second grade in 2005. Yeah. Oh my second God. or third. Yeah. <laughs> Have you even seen the Michael Keaton version of Batman? No. Oh. Is that Batman Forever, right? No, that's no. Val Kilmer. That's oh. Val Kilmer. So, you got to go back even further. It's just Batman, right? It's it, Batman. Yeah. Batman and Batman 1995. Returns. Or no, no, no. 1995 is Batman Forever. Yeah. Batman was like, what, 1989? Yeah, 1989 was Batman. And then Michael Keaton came back for Batman Returns in 1992. Which is fine, but... Which is fine. Well, what I'm I'm hearing from everybody who's weighing in on their favorite Batman is that Batman is kind of like my theory about Saturday Night Live. Your favorite Saturday Night Live cast... Is the cast that was on when you were younger, when you were like a young teenager, mm-hmm. old enough to know some things, but young enough not to be able to do anything about it. Yeah. It kind of goes with Batman. It's like, hey, Bradley, you like the Michael Keaton Batman. Brian, you like Christian Bale. I like Batman the Animated Series. It was like, well, I'm, I'm old enough to know what the heck is going on with Batman, but I'm young enough to where, you know, again, I can't really do anything about it. We just learned some things. Yeah, no, I think yeah, we that's went, fair. I think we went deep on the Batman. But Brian, yeah. I want you to go back at some point, at some point when you've got nothing better to do. And I know streaming in the world that we live in right now means you are going to be busy for a while anyway. But if you ever find yourself uh, with an opportunity to watch the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman, I mean, you've just got you've got that amazing soundtrack. You've got Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. Ooh. I mean, you just have so many good. I don't know. There's just something about the whole production yeah that batman has just a delicious mix of campiness 
and darkness yeah. that really works well for Batman. Because sometimes Batman takes itself too seriously, and it's like, no, it's fine that you're kind of silly. Yeah. Don't well, worry I'm about sold. it. So All right. definitely check All right. it out. All right. Thanks to everybody who called. And when we come back from Batman, well, gosh, we've done superheroes all day long. We've done Madonna, now Batman. And guess what? Now Britney Spears. She's a superhero in her own right. But Holly, unfortunately, she's still kind of angry mm. at some people. And I'm going to tell you. She's who. hulking out. She's kind of hulking out. I'll tell you to whom when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Well, Brittany's still not all that happy with some people in her life, and we're going to tell you who that is, of course. Good afternoon, and welcome back to the second hour. It's already the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live, and we got an app, so download it if you haven't, because you can get some listener rewards. It's pretty awesome. I'm Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, and Brian today. Okay, Holly, um, let's get the Cobra Gang together. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra Gang. still feels extremely betrayed by her sister and is not going to hold anything back in her new memoir Holly. Ooh. Yeah, now this comes from an Us Weekly interview or not interview, article exclusive, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But I was first alerted to the fact that our good friend Britney Spears was still a little bitter. Uh, and by that I mean a lot because of a post from a day ago. And I'm sure she's posted like a hundred times since then. So it's hard to keep track. Maybe there were some boobs. I don't know. She's been on a beach doing some stuff. I think they're back now. Doesn't matter. There was a post from yesterday. Sorry, that was a lot. And it was simply this. It was a a screen cap of like a worksheet of like a kid answering, like filling in a worksheet. And the question was number six. A, who is your hero? Dad is the answer written in. Mm -hmm. B, why do you consider this person your hero? He is brave. Is there anything your hero is frightened of? Mom. Oh, okay. Okay. What does does this all mean? Oh my God. This is so awesome. I love when this happens. Oh, great. (gasps) Her caption has been removed. Uh, I can't. Oh, I I screwed (laughs) up and and uh, failed to follow my own advice, which is whenever there's a post from Britney Spears and or another celebrity who is doing controversial things, screen cap it. Yes, because the text, the caption from this post just a day ago has been removed. But it implicated, of course, her mother. Um, you know, somewhat her father, but mostly her mother, but was also like, like it's, it's in that way. Oh God, I wish I had it in front of me. Cause it's like, it's hard to tell. Like, is she praising her mother? It looks like she's doing both trying yeah. to, you know, that she's clearly got some strong feelings about her mother and her father, but it's clear that her relationship with her parents has not headed into a direction that one would constitute or constitute as positive. Yeah. You know, from what I can garner from Britney Spears's comment that she has since deleted on this Instagram post, looking at reports of the report, because that's all we got right now. I don't think she was portraying her mother, Lynn Spears in a very flattering light. No, 
No. No, it's like, uh, what it, What it was the little, there's a little piece here that I've found on another story. PSS, I've learned to be like her. I don't know. That way you're sweet. Daddy's never scared. Right, Ma? PSS, when moms play their daughters, LOL, geez, my whole life. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. Brian, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Uh well let us let us interpret this. I I took a, a, a English literature class or two oh, in my day. Oh, she's gonna get real smart right now. Well, actually, no, I'm not because the only thing that I can read from that comment is that her mom played her. Her mom, Lynn Spears, played Britney Spears in some way, shape, or form, playing her for a fool playing her for her own advantage for her entire life. She went on to say in that post, if you look up, you can see a child wrote this. Only the child knows PSS and what the child said is the way it should be. I don't know what that means, because that sounds like she's saying dad should be afraid of mom. Or perhaps that people should listen to children when they have something to say. Yeah. About their situation. Okay, sure. Sure. You know, with with Britney Spears and her Instagram, Bradley, mm-hmm. one must tread lightly. Well, yes, one must not try to read too deeply. At the same time, you can't help but read deeply into the stuff that she's posting because she is so prolific. Yeah. And it is so stream of consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now from that post, so that was like, that was the appetizer. The, the main course that I referenced earlier was this Us Weekly, um, exclusive. And what does an exclusive Holly usually mean, uh, when it comes to a tabloid? Means the call is coming from inside the house. That means that somebody connected to the story is like speaking out of the side of their mouth to Us Weekly. Yes. Britney Spears feels extremely betrayed by her sister, which is interesting, right? Cause this is, this was done March 2nd yesterday. We've known this for a while, so I'm not sure why we need to go back to this territory. Um, But again, it references the fact that she's got a new memoir or will at some point. We hear a lot about this potential memoir. We're not in specifics territory yet because I think that deal, the ink hasn't even dried on that deal yet. So I'm sure not much, if anything, has been written uh, permanently down, maybe in a Google document with some notes Mm -hmm. or like a legal pad. Yeah. Anyway, the article says the following of a source who's speaking directly to us weekly Britney will hold nothing back again we knew this Britney feels extremely betrayed by Jamie Lynn that's her sister we knew this as she has expressed publicly thank you for clarifying she will lay she will lay out that without her Jamie Lynn would have no career which this is so interesting to me because it's like you understand why she might be frustrated with Jamie Lynn and for the listener Holly do you Want to just give us like a thumbnail of what Brittany might be frustrated at her sister specifically about? Well, hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Britney Spears is frustrated with Jamie Lynn Spears, specifically Jamie Lynn Spears. She published a, her own memoir in January which has, she said some things and she said some not some things about Britney Spears. But basically, Britney was like, you are leveraging my moment in the spotlight for you to sell these books. Mm-hmm. And then also there was stuff about her role in the conservatorship, perhaps that she was taking money from Britney Spears. And uh, there's a lot of drama there. You know, and, and that's totally understandable. And I will say, sure, OK. But there is this sense, and I don't know how you feel, and I don't know how you guys um, move through the world, but I am always looking for the underdog. Like, whenever there's an underdog in a story, I'm going to gravitate towards that person, Mm -hmm. even if on the face that person might seem a little problematic. And what I mean by that in this case is, there is a part of me when it comes to Jamie Lynn versus Britney where I'm like, okay, but Jamie Lynn, if all of the things you have told us about your parents are true then Jamie Lynn has been a victim as well. Yeah, good point. You know, and it's not that she didn't take advantage of Britney's wealth and resources in the context of this conservatorship, and I'm sure that she has accountability in that way. But I'd be careful to not equate her right with, like, mom and dad, because in some way you can understand her just kind of go along to get along, because she had her own struggle, as she laid out in her book, which she's entitled to do, with, you know, struggling with the confines of her very overprotective family, who ultimately were being overprotective because of Britney's successful career. So in a way, Jamie Lynn was kind of a victim of Britney without even, you know, Britney having a, a direct hand in that. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I absolutely see what you're saying, Bradley. And Jamie Lynn Spears was a child in that same ecosystem while Britney Spears was in that ecosystem, too. Now, argue, you could make the argument, perhaps, Jamie Lynn Spears would not even be in show business if not for being in that system. Yeah. How was she treated within that system? She has a lot of things to say, too, that are probably equally as valid as Britney I just, Spears. I just want the two to get along. I want them to grow together. I want them to figure out their stuff. I want them to heal. And then I want them to sue that guy for taking all that money. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When we come (laughs) back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from Britney Spears to celebrities behaving badly, we call them D-Bags. We're here on My Talk 1071. Thank you so much, Brian. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. We're uh, halfway through our second hour. Time flies when we're having fun. And now we're about careful. Don't have too much fun over there. Okay. Now we're going to have fun with some celebrities behaving badly. We call them Douchebags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Hi. Hi, Bradley. Welcome. 
Who's your D-bag today? Oh, thanks for asking, Holly. Scott Disick. Oh, boy. And the U.S. Sun. It's a tabloid, mm. not a orb in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Scott Disick, because of this article. Feeling bitter? Scott Disick unfollows all Kardashian sisters on Instagram after being snubbed from the family's new reality show. <sighs> what? <sighs> Look, I threw them both into the mix for this uh, particular story because I don't care enough to know what this is really about. What I mean by that is if Scott Disick really did that, that's dumb. Don't be so petty, Scott Disick. There are a number of reasons why you shouldn't be so petty and you should be grateful to the Kardashians because they gave you a lot. They right. And by a lot, perhaps everything kind of, I mean, you know, I do want him to feel like a person. So in that regard, he, he played some role in this, but, but uh, Scott Disick, according to the sun, and again, untrustworthy source, unfollowed all of the Kardashians. And the way they phrased this was the mogul, that is Scott Disick, the mogul's fans were furious that he was missing from all the latest trailers for the family's famous upcoming reality show. And he appears to have fallen out of the entire, or fallen out with rather, the entire clan as he culled them all from his social media. Not even Chloe. Uh, Surely he still follows Khloe Kardashian because they're tight. Well, you say that, and I don't know what happened since uh, the story came up, but fans apparently noticed on Tuesday that Scott Disick is no longer following Courtney. Uh, of course, his ex of 10 years. Mm-hmm. They have three children together. He also deleted Kim. Oh, Chloe. Oh, no. Kendall, Kylie and mother Chris from his insties. Now, I have not. This This is why I threw the sun in, because I have not done my due diligence to know if this is, in fact, the truth or if it's still the case or if this was just a publicity stunt, because I wouldn't be surprised is all I'm saying. What you're saying, Bradley, is that perhaps Scott Disick is displaying behavior on social media where he does something and then he takes it back and then he does it again. Because he knows it'll get a response. Because he knows it will get a response. Exactly. That said, I'm going through his, uh, he only follows 116 people, so he has made our job today easy. Mm-hmm. And oh, there's Kylie Jenner. Oh, follows Kylie? Mm-hmm. I see. Kendall. Okay, follows Chris. Kendall. Oh. Courtney, Kim. What about poor Chloe? I don't see Chloe. Oh, no. What did she do? Oh, she hung out. Travis Scott. Okay. Mm. Food God, Kim's bestie. Mm -hmm. The former Jonathan Chabon. I don't see. Let me see if I can control F. Chloe. Oh, yeah. Chloe's in there. Yeah. Okay. So the son, you're drunk. Go home. He did not do this. And if he did, because let's be clear, the story came out Tuesday night. It's possible that he pulled a maneuver just to get tongues wagging over at tabloids like the sun and then started following them again. Like, haha, I just got everyone to say things. And here's why, because we kind of already knew that he was going to be involved in this new series. Am I right? I feel like he was, he's, I thought we had reason to believe he was already involved in this. Huh. Maybe, you know, I'm not. I'm kind of baffled by that. I can't confirm nor deny it's Scott Disick's involvement in the Kardashians. One would think. So if we're going to go on assumptions, based off of what we know of Scott Disick, yeah. is that his whole celebrity is rooted in being part of the larger Kardashian-Jenner cinematic universe. Yeah. Being that we wouldn't know about him if not for his relationship with Courtney. Now... Courtney is busy 
She's an entrepreneur, Bradley. She's running Poosh.com. She's also uh, engaged to Travis Barker, so she's busy. So there's not a lot of room for Scott, but at the same time, if this Kardashian show is bringing in the youth, the kids, Courtney's kids, Scott Disick is their father, so he would have a place. I'm tired. I'm tired, Bradley. I'm so, so tired of Um, this kind of... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just... I think I... Yeah, I'm just... I'm I'm tired as well. And I think what this probably was was just an attempt to get attention, and I I fell for it, so, you Uh know. Thanks, son. You're the D-bag. Also, Scott Disick, just because, that you know, Scott Disick. Yeah. Who's your D-bag? What is he? It's... Thank you, Bradley. Thank you for asking. It's another tabloid gone wild today. My D-bag is the Daily Mail. Oh, well, the Daily Mail is a repeat offender. What did they do this time? Uh, well, it's their conversation about Christina Aguilera's outfit Uh-oh. at the Billboard's Women in Music Awards in L.A. Okay. That just made my eyes roll. She went topless beneath a two-piece suit. Um, but like, okay. but she's wearing a top. It's called the jacket. The jacket is the top. The jacket is the top. Yeah. So she's technically not topless. So she's technically not we're topless. we're all topless under the top. But that's what I mean, Which means Bradley. we're not topless because we're wearing a top. So yes. technically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Top full. We are top full. Or top more. Right. Less full. Because everyone is naked underneath their clothes. Yeah, you know, they could just do the headline like, Holly Roberts showed up to work today completely nude under her clothes. Dot, dot, dot. That's what the Daily Mail did today. And they're looking at Christina Aguilera. Now she's doing the thing that celebrity, but that's, celebrities have worn this outfit time and time again. I'm even looking at the SAG red carpet over the weekend where actress, SAG award winner Jessica Chastain wore a similar look. She is this was like a thing, a Luke now. Yeah, this is a Luke. Well, it's been a Luke for, uh, for quite a long time where you wear the suit jacket. You don't really have don't much. Don't you feel like your boobies are going to pop out though? I would feel like my nipples would would poke out they would just all of a sudden just be like hey or i just feel like you'd have to have tape or something because every time you move the suit jacket's gonna not move oh you know yeah I mean? yeah you have fashion tape you have secured yourself but that's the whole point of this article is that they want you to click on it so that you, you have your boobs so that you can see christina aguilera's boobs that said she's got like a weird framing device for her boobage in this outfit yeah it's like a piece of jewelry yeah it looks like a superhero amulet yeah but it's in between her boobs yeah I don't, like it, it's just it, it's, it is an interesting outfit and it's like over um what would you call that like style like oversized because like the i don't know how she's not tripping on those feet it's oversized but i also want to say that it looks like she picked it out at the last minute and mm. was like oh it doesn't really quite fit that way but this is the thing this goes back yesterday bradley so yesterday the sun tabloid yet again was our d-bag of the day because of the way that they described the clothes that courtney kardashian was wearing she's pregnant she's wearing a shirt that's big yeah this is the look now i'm surprised they didn't say christine aguilera pregnant 
fans speculate whether Christina Aguilera is pregnant. Question mark? Could she be? I don't know. Well, it seems like they wanted to get more eyeballs on the possibility of salacious nudity rather than uh, question her status of I making humans. I would be more focused on the face. And what I mean by that is not because I would normally focus on a woman's face to make comments about it uh, for the purposes of radio. <laughs> but in this case... Christina Aguilera has definitely gone through a change. Yes. With her face. And by that, I mean, I feel like there's been some work done. Yes. Some of that's makeup, I'm sure. But I feel like some significant action happening in the lip area. Oh, yeah. Like it doesn't, it looks like you, like I know this is about Christina Aguilera because you told me. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would probably guess Christina Aguilera if you said, who is this? But that said, I wouldn't say it was Christina Aguilera five years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, Brian? I'm just looking at like before and after photos of like way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely There's a marked difference. So Mm -hmm. I might focus not on what clothes, but again, welcome to Celebrities 2022. Have you seen Tori Spelling lately? Have we? Speaking of Tori Spelling, that whole. Dean McDermott divorce storyline has completely yeah. dropped off yeah. the radar. No, you're absolutely right. In fact, the last story that I saw was not about that. It was about um, her ever-changing visage. Oh, because she's doing the, the full Chloe filter she's on her face. She's doing some serious, serious <laughs> lip injections, cheek injections, hair like Chloe, makeup like Chloe. It's very, very... Chloe. Yeah, it's very Janice from Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, that's kind of what this Christina Aguilera uh, situation vibe is giving me as well. Oh, who knew? She would be such a beauty influencer in the 21st century. Who knew? Yummy on. What a way to end. Um, <sighs> if only Janice was here to tell us what she feels um, about people using her likeness. Donatella Versace, Tori Spelling, Chloe Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian, Christina Aguilera, the list goes my on. mom from the early 80s. Okay, <laughs> when we come back, I used to always think my mom was Janice from the Muppets. I mean, not that Janice was my mom. <laughs> I was like, wow, did you have a lot of uh, thread to uh, unspool from that? My parents yeah. told me that I was adopted and that my real mother was a Muppet. No, that didn't happen. But I bet, you know, that would make a great like Netflix series, wouldn't it? Yeah, go pitch it. <laughs> With uh, the um, the Muppet crew? No? Okay. Well, it's uh, my idea for today. When we come back... <laughs> We're done. You know, we talked a lot about Kardashians in this segment, mostly because of Scott Disick. But when we come back, we need to talk about the Kardashians again, mostly because of Kanye Oof. and mostly because of this video, including Pete Davidson, which... I don't even know what's going on, but let's talk about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. What is going on in Kanye's latest video? Um, it's it's interesting, and we're going to talk about it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Holly Roberts, I'm Bradley Trainer, and uh, Brian is here today as well. Okay, guys. Oh. Hmm. Have you seen the video yet? Yeah. Unfortunately. The easy music video, that is uh, the music video for Kanye's Easy, uh, which... Apparently gives life to the game featured viral hit that caught mass attention in January due to, I'm just reading the words now from page six, Kanye rapping about, quote, beating Pete Davidson's, 
uh, AWS. <laughs> so, I get it. I get it. Um, in it, it looks very much like God, I, Holly. How would you even describe this? It's like a stop motion uh, claymation. Yeah, video it, where Kanye uh, kidnaps Pete Davidson and then, like among other thing, uh, among other things, buries him up to his head and then plants roses on his head and cuts them off. Yeah, Pete Davidson in this video, Bradley, looks like Mr. Bill. Remember Mr. Bill? Oh, from- of course I remember Mr. Bill. Brian, however, has no clue what we're talking about. Uh uh-uh. uh Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. Except this is not funny at all. No, this is not funny this at all. Is, this is not funny at all. So that's what this reminds me of. A claymation Pete Davidson with things happening to him that are not particularly savory. Also reminds me, Bradley, I don't know if you watched MTV in the 90s at all. Yeah. Oh, for, oh yes. It, uh, celebrity Deathmatch. Celebrity Deathmatch. Also a little tool. You know those music. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Tool music videos uh, no, where they went on for familiar. like eight minutes and it was these weird, creepy claymation things? That's scary. And it me. was just like this, like heavy metal music, and then it would be like this guy that was clay. That's what this is. Yeah, uh, it it. But at the end of it all, and I don't know. I want to hear what you guys both think. Um, so please share. But at the end of it all, I think it's supposed to get a negative reaction. And clearly it has. Beyond that, I'm not sure what else it says. Like, if you want to sort of deconstruct meaning from it, I imagine it's it's literally just Kanye not happy that Pete Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian. Brian, do you have a particular thought or reaction to this video? Well, I'm just like, my first overall thought is just like, all right, dude, like, get over it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's been this long since uh you know pete and kim have been yeah. starting to date and kind of getting more serious and putting and, it way out there yeah and, and kanye i don't know he just needs to go and figure it out but yeah this uh this video was uh kind of shocking at first to see uh just the overall visuals and uh yeah it was totally unexpected of what well and i just yeah. feel like in any other situation people would be like oh that's not okay Right. And I think people have said that about this particular case. I just it's I think sometimes we just don't take things as seriously because you've got such highly visible, um, you know, uh, celebrities that are involved. But I imagine like, you know, Pete Davidson's probably like, I don't know what how do you like, how do you react if you're Pete Davidson, Holly? You don't react. You have your sources and your people react for you, which is exactly what's happening over at Page6.com this afternoon. Ooh, tell me more. Exclusive sources say that Kanye West's video for Easy is, quote, really scary, allegedly, supposedly, according to a friend of Pete Davidson. So he's not making any kind of comment at all, but he is making a comment through his friends, through a source. One friend of Davidson's telling Page6 this afternoon, quote, this is for real really scary now the timing of this music video this music video was dropped the same day that a judge ruled that kim kardashian and kanye west are both legally single mm-hmm. that's no small thing no that's no small thing right Mm-hmm. and so pete davidson not saying anything there's probably a bunch of people behind the scenes saying, Pete, do not react to this because this is the kind of behavior from Kanye West that begs for attention. 
This is attention-seeking behavior in yeah. the highest order. I, you know, there are some people who would probably respond in kind and do something. You know, Pete Davidson's a comedian. Maybe he would make a joke. This will just tell you what kind of person I am. I would literally, it would be crickets. Like people would ask me about it and I would just, I would not put myself in places where I had to answer questions about this. I will say the the last frame was so ominous. It was, um, the last frame had the words, everyone lived happily ever after. So at the end of this like uh, claymation experience, everyone lived happily ever after except Skeet, you know who. And Skeet is the nickname he has given Pete Davidson. JK, he's fine. Uh-uh. No. But like, no. Uh, no, JK. Yeah, you can't just JK. put a JK at the end of that. Right? Like, you just can't do JK lol. You're like, this guy, it didn't end well for him. Just kidding. Just kidding. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I. You're you're in a relationship with my ex-wife that uh, I want to be back together with. JK lol. I re- literally buried your head in the sand. But it's claymation. Don't worry about also, it. It's just a joke. Also, if, if I were Pete Davidson, I'd be like, well, this isn't about me. And I might have to have a conversation with Kim like this might be too much for me, you know, because we have talked about this publicationship and that is a relationship, you know, using this re- relationship between Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian for publicity. Mm-hmm. That's what we call uh, a publicationship here on the Colleen and Bradley show. You know, like a publicationship is valuable insofar as, you know, you're getting something more than you're not. And at the point where uh, this woman's ex is, you know, doing weird things with claymation versions of myself, I might have to just tap out for a hot minute. Like, yeah. maybe we can hang out later when things are better between you two, because right now it seems like um, he's preoccupied with you. And maybe like I, I, that seems like maybe punishing Kim, but I'm just talking about Pete's and, you know, sanity in this moment. That's a lot. Well, to deal with. Yeah, it's a lot. And Having he, one of the most powerful, uh, you know, um, out there celebrities, much less musicians right now, doing this to you, I, it just feels very, you know, icky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's not just, well, what is, what's Kanye going to do to Pete West? Or Pete West. Pete <laughs> Davidson. But it's also that this kind of behavior perhaps can inspire other individuals to act in ways that would be like, boy, I'm really going to go and find Pete Davidson and things are happening. This, this to me, Bradley, this video with Easy, it just really crosses a line. And looking with all of the past behavior about how Kanye West has been behaving in the past couple of months where, you know, I get why Pete Davidson is having his friends talk to page six saying this is legitimately really scary Yeah, because it might inspire someone to do something that is really legitimately scary. And Kim Kardashian, their whole reason that they went to court last week, or not last week, yesterday, the whole reason that was expedited, that process of making Kim Kardashian legally single, is because she said in court documents last week, Kanye West's behavior on social media is very emotionally distressing. Yeah. And that's not going to change, especially when he's involving now the person that she allegedly supposedly is spending most of her time with. Right? Yeah, they just like want to hold hands at Not Scary Farm. Right? He's getting in the way of whatever. And and I just have to wonder what extent this, this narrative, this drama is going to f- play out on the new season of their show. Or are they going to completely sideline it? And not talk about it. Like, that's how you will know how serious this is. Like, if they don't mention a word about it, 
but I don't know how they do. They're obviously going to mention Pete. Like her relationship with Pete is going to factor big into the new season of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show. But Kanye's reaction to any of it, I don't see that being a part of it. But maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. But, you know, to your point, Bradley, when something is actually real life serious for the Kardashians, the way they deal with it is by not talking about it at all. Yeah. And pretending like it doesn't exist. Exactly. I'm looking at Rob Kardashian's lawsuits that he just settled between his he and his ex black China. I'm looking at all the business dealings, you know, oops, we lied about being billionaires to Forbes magazine, but we're not really going to talk about this. So I suppose yes, we'll have to stay tuned to the Kardashians when it debuts in April to see whether or not this is actually legitimately really really scary. Yeah. Well, for the time being it's scary. Yeah. But the good news is around the corner we're going to take a hard left turn and talk about something Totally, completely not scary. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're talking cookies, cookies. When we return, right here on My Talk one zero seven one.